Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Centered, Committed, Confident podcast. I'm your host, Cody Rogers, and uh, today is a bit weird of a day because I am in the studio by myself um, through a weird series of events with people being on vacation, leaders having babies. Thanks a lot, Ericsons. And, uh, and just the way my schedule was lining up with other available people, um, it just meant that recording wise, it's just me today. So, uh, that's going to be okay though, because this is going to be a bit shorter of an episode. It's going to be the start to uh, a series, a series focusing on, as you saw from the title, how to study the Bible. I think this is a, an important thing for us to know and, and discuss in this time as we're starting our ministry as we talk about our three C's, right? Being uh, centered on Christ, being committed to discipleship, and the, the third one, being confident in the Word of God. And, and one of the things that undermines our confidence in the Word of God is when we don't feel sufficiently equipped to study it, when we don't feel like we have the ability to or the, or the resources near us, or, or we don't even know where to start. And this whole series is meant to fight that, to inspire you and encourage you to, to pick up the Word of God, get it in your hands, uh, to read it actively, to love it, to treasure it, and to let it bear on your soul, to, to really change your life and give you a greater view of who God is. So that's, that's the goal of the series. And today we're just going to lay, lay a foundation. We're laying a foundation of uh, things to, to know about, to think about, to have an understanding, and then also diving into the specific Bible you may be holding in your hand during that. Um, as we get into other parts of the series, we'll, we'll do some other things. We'll, we'll start, I think, next week with um, how to specifically break down a, a passage, how to read it and, uh, and apply it to your life uh, in that way. But besides that, we want to do other things with um, the the How to Study Your Bible series, particularly talking about different resources. Like if a, if a resource comes to our mind or we learn of that we think would be super helpful in helping you read the Bible, we want to share that with you. Um, I thought it'd be great to interview other people and you know, pastors from different areas of and walks of life and, and find out how they read scripture and and how they best learn it. So um, I'm trying to think if there's any others uh, besides just updates as we go along and maybe even just Bible, uh, I don't want to say reviews, but maybe just making you aware of other Bibles that we discover um, or content related to, to study Bibles that might be good. So that's what to expect in this series, but today, like I said, we're starting the foundation, and the first thing that we need to acknowledge in our foundation is that there are various methods of study throughout the life of a believer, and I don't, I don't just mean the life of a believer like when I'm 20, I studied the Bible this way, and when I'm 30, I studied it this way. What I mean is in the daily walk of a believer, someone who walks with Christ, there are various ways that we are going to study Scripture. Uh, for example, when you when you come to church on Sunday mornings, you are studying Scripture in a particular way. And, and what is that way? Well, that is the the preaching of the Word. I mean, um, if you're going to our church, right? You you are opening up your Bible. You are seeing what it says in Scripture, and then you are hearing uh, one of our pastors, usually our senior pastor, Rob Willie. Um, you are hearing them expound upon and and explain and apply that specific Scripture to your life. 
to say most of the work is is being done for you. You walk in, you find out what scripture it is that day, and somebody else has done the work to be able to share with you how it applies to your life. It's the easiest, it's low-hanging fruit. Um, it's the thing that can make us the most lazy at our own personal Bible study because we're so used to being spoon-fed the Word of God, which it's, I mean, it's, it's a biblical practice. We should be uh, coming together to he- dedicate ourselves to the apostles' teaching like it says in Acts. And so what we do on Sunday mornings is completely biblical, and we should be doing it, but it becomes wrong when we base our entire uh, discipleship and Bible reading on only Sunday mornings. But So that's one way to study the Bible. A few other ways are, um, I, I just have a little list here, different types of study are like devotional studying. So that's, you are reading it as a way to impact your heart. Um, and that doesn't necessarily mean just applying the word to your life. I mean, you read it as a way to soothe your heart, to give you a greater view of God, to treasure God more. Um, a lot of times this reading, it doesn't involve anything. It just, except just the open word. Um, me personally, if I'm doing this type of reading, I, I pick a Bible that might have a, a smooth translation that I still trust. I, we'd mentioned the CSB before. I use the CSB for that type of reading a lot of times because I appreciate um, the way that it, it puts it into the most modern English um, that, I, that I would consider acceptable, but it, it puts it in a, a great English translation and it's still a trustworthy translation for that, especially that type of reading. So there's that devotional studying, there's knowledge studying, right? You come to the word and you're trying to learn something specific, whether that's a specific topic, something God says about the world, uh, something God says about himself. You, you are looking to learn something specific, even if it's, I'm looking to learn more about God or Jesus. And so you're just opening up the gospel of Luke and that is your goal in reading for that day. That kind of studying usually involves some other materials, um, which I'll get into in a little bit. There's teaching studying, right? The idea that you want to learn in order to teach others. Maybe um, you had a friend that asked a question and you want to be able to give that answer. So you study to be able to learn it so that you can properly give it to them. That's another form of studying. And the other one I call... Um, Historical study is, I try to just say that to separate from like knowledge studying, but what I mean by that is um, you're just reading the word to understand what the word says and not in a deep level, but simply you're reading, like you read the minor prophets just to know what the minor prophets have in them, or you're reading Revelation just to know what Revelation says. You may not be studying everything you don't understand. You might not be um, stopping in a very particular verse, but you're just reading uh, large chunks of scripture as if it was a book. Um, you're just reading through it to get a, a broader view. And maybe that's broader view studying, right? Historical studying would be studying the history around the Bible or the his, or the historical setting of the culture or things like that. You can do that kind of studying as well. But so there's different studies that happen in the life of a believer. And the only thing I want to add to that is um, that you should have a slew of these in your life. There should be multiple ways that you read the Bible on a weekly basis and even a daily basis. Um, I, I, I pray that you get the, the appetite in you large enough for God's word that you desire to read it uh, one way in the morning and another way in the afternoon or at night. Um, thinking through, you know, particularly the, the, the devotional and the um, knowledge studying. 
are two that I think are sort of great to pair together. You read devotionally to magnify God in your heart, to love Him more, to treasure His Word, to just seek promise in it. Um, but then also you're studying as well. And maybe that's every other day for you. Maybe that's in the morning and at night. Maybe that's you switch off studies, right? The One of them is a devotional type. The other next one that you do is more on that knowledge base. Um, but I say these things uh, not as, and this is a huge thing because I don't want any of you trying to get away with this. I say this, um, that this this is not an excuse for your lack of growing in studying the Bible. Like if I say, oh, there's plenty of ways to study the Bible, I don't want you walking away from this and being like, oh, well, this is how I study it, and this is my way, and this is good enough for me. Um, because usually what that means is that there's a lack of growth in your spiritual life. You know, you're not willing to grow and make yourself uncomfortable to learn more and, and better ways and more efficient ways to study the word. You, uh, It's actually sort of prideful and arrogant, right, to just assume that you have the best way figured out. Now, maybe you do have the best way for you figured out. Um, I, if you do, I'd love for you to share with me how you've managed to do that because I think we're always learning. Um, but I don't want you to use this as an excuse to just stay in some rudimentary form of Bible study when you could be going deeper. And uh, it's not good for you to be like, everyone does their own, I'm just going to do my own. No, I'm saying there's different types, and many of them would be good for us. All right, moving into more practical things. Um, here's really the meat of today. Talking about how to study the Bible, what should we do particularly in regards to the the Bible in our hands. I, uh, I listed three different levels today. There's more nuances everywhere, but this will get us started in thinking. Three different levels of study that might involve different things that we own or bring to the table. The first one I wanted to start out with is basic Bible study. I want to read the Word I want to understand it. I want to pray and trust the Spirit to reveal truths to me. I want to see connections in it. I want to just hear from God, and I want to just know more of the Word. Like good old-fashioned, you can do it anytime, place. Bible study. What do you need for that? What, what should you own for that? I would say that anybody that's looking to just start studying the Bible, and they, and they just want to read it, and they want to learn it, and they don't want to be influenced by anything else, Get a Bible, buy a Bible from a trustworthy translation, ESV or the CSB are the, are the two I recommend for this. Um, obviously, I'm a little more, uh, I lean towards the ESV, um, which we talked about in the last episode. If you want to listen, go back and listen to that. But listen, um, go ahead and, and buy a Bible that is a trustworthy translation. And here's another big one. Buy one that has cross-references. Now, if that's a new word to you, um, don't worry. Cross-references are um, these this, this amazing system that's found in a lot of Bibles where as you open it up, they might be in the margins on the side or they might be in the bottom in a little paragraph form depending on which Bible you own. And some Bibles don't have them, which is why I'm telling you to look for a Bible that does. You want to find a Bible with cross-references because what that does is as you're reading Scripture, um, there'll be little letters, itty-bitty little letters in between the words, and those letters signify a, a, uh, a reference on the side that you can look at. And that reference is another connection to Scripture somewhere else. And this is a great way to just start studying how Scripture is connected, how God has brought everything together um, in His good and perfect timing and will. And, and just give you a small example, like, 
Tonight, we're going to be preaching, uh, we're, we're going to be spending our time, and I'm going to be preaching through uh, Luke 8, Luke 8, 22. And if I open my Bible and I go to Luke 8, 22, and I look at the cross-references, immediately I see a letter, the little letters are like, uh, U, U is the first letter, and it says, for verses 22 to 25, see Matthew 8, 23, Mark 4, 36, John 6, 16. And so right away, these little cross-references are telling me where this exact same story is in the other Gospels. And I can go and read how they're different, how they might connect. Even just following the train of cross-references is an amazing way to learn your Bible more and see how everything is connected. So that's one way that you can, one type of Bible to own, I'd say that should be your default. That should be number one, right? Just you and the Word, trusting the Spirit to teach you. It's the Bible you take to church with you. It's the Bible you take anywhere, bring it to small group. Um, that is like the most basic. Everyone should have that. Next step up is uh, you want to do some in-depth studying and you need knowledge that's outside of yourself, right? What I mean by that is there is a certain level of knowledge we can gain from just reading scripture and connecting our own dots and interpreting it and trusting the spirit for that. And then there is some information that we just won't know. These are things like, how has the church historically interpreted this before? What, um, what has been done based on this? Um, information about the manuscripts that uh, where there might be a conflict or something might be unclear or, um, you know, a historical setting. Like, well, what were the people like back then? Things that, that you may not be able to know just within yourself and just opening up a normal Bible. And so the next level of study that is recommended is, is a study Bible. A study Bible is a Bible with um, commentary within it, right? Um, a group of a group of people, or even maybe particular one person, has done the work of um, commenting on God's Word and conveying facts about or opinions, depending on the study Bible, convey facts or opinions on God's Word, things that they think would be useful in your study of the Bible. For study Bibles, I get really strict. Um, as to where I start, and I start with the ESV Study Bible. I love the CSB Study Bible. I have it. I do read it. But if I'm making one recommendation, even if it's like read the CSB in personal stuff, I recommend the ESV Study Bible. I find it to be a little more academic on the side. It, it asks and answers the questions that I think matter more, especially in today's age. Um, it's less devotional and more... Um, applicational through having knowledge. So get the ESV study Bible. They're actually, you can find them pretty cheap. They even have different versions of them. The concise study Bible, the student study Bible is a really small one. It is perfect for anybody. That's called the student study Bible because you want to be a student of the word. So that's one that you can definitely take as, as well, but get a study Bible. And this is sort of the next level up, right? And I would say that's great. Don't rely on on just the study notes though. Like don't spend more time reading somebody else's word about the word than reading the word itself. Make sure that you are, are trusting God and his spirit to reveal to you what he has for you in his word and what he wants to reveal about himself. And so the study Bible is subsequent to that. It's helpful. It's building up the church. And I'm so thankful for the, the men and women that have contributed to um, some of the amazing study Bibles that we have out there. But don't let that be the only way you read the word is through the lens of somebody else's words, right? So 
First level, get a Bible with cross-references. Second level, get a study Bible. Third level, maybe level is not a great word for this, but that's what I chose to use today. And the next level, and the last one we'll talk about today, is dedicated material study. All that means is you want to study the book of Luke, and so you buy a commentary on the book of Luke. That means you buy a separate book that is dedicated to just knowing about the book of Luke. Um, that is some in-depth study. You're going to learn a lot. Super dangerous if you buy the wrong book. Everybody has a bias and opinion, and the more you get away from the word and into somebody else's words, the more of, an, of a human opinion you're going to get. So be careful in that, but do not neglect it. Um, if you're looking for a resource, immediately the one I'm going to recommend to you is called the Christ-Centered Exposition um, series, right? So they have they have, each book goes on a new book. Like the one sitting here on my desk right now is the book of Matthew. David Platt helped with this one. Um, and it is a, a commentary that goes through the entire book of Matthew and has both study points to it and devotional points to it all around helping you understand way more about the book of Matthew. It is a fantastic exposition um, commentary series not meant for preaching or teaching, but meant for personal study and application of the word. So if you're looking to get into that, want to have an idea, that's the first one I recommend. i got plenty of others. We'll talk more about Bible study softwares in a, in a future episode, talking about Lagos Bible software. That's one I use um, and a few other ones, but uh, that that's for a different day. But the idea is that the third level is that there's dedicated material that you're purchasing outside of it and you're intentionally approaching the word with that dedicated material. It might even be a class book if you're in classes. So that's going to do it for us today. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. I understand this might be just a little bit, a little bit more boring with uh, just me talking the entire time, but this is important. I promise next time I'm going to have somebody with me and we'll be talking about uh, ways to actually study specific patches, passages of scripture and how to apply it. And and that's where I'm really getting excited is, is to hear from other people on how they read the word. And hopefully that encourages you as well. I want to say thank you so much for making it to the end, um, for all the comments you've been making and questions you have about the podcast. Keep them coming. You can always email me or reach out to me on Thursday nights or through email at uh, codyr at cdbible.org. Otherwise, just know, until next time, uh, I love you, and I'm praying for you, and I can't wait to be able to study the Word further together with you in this series and on Thursday nights. I'll see you then.